the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. In one corner, we have the vivacious queen of sass herself, the host of the Why This Film podcast, Miss Emily Slade. Say hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. In the other corner, we have a man who I know nothing about, but I'm (laughs) sure he's a lovely chap, Mr. Saul Harris. Say hello, Saul. Hello. Hi. All right, before we get started, let's learn a little bit about our contenders. Emily, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm British. Hello. I run the Why This Film podcast. It's all about nostalgia, but uh, unfortunately recently it's, it's mainly been nostalgia from my own past, so we'll see how I fare today. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Mr. Saul Harris, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, similarly, I, I run a podcast, but my one's called Diminishing Returns. It's about films, mostly, where myself and some other guys pitch ideas for sequels to films yeah we, we've had emily on our show so you know it's all it's all we're, we're like a podcast mesh at this point yeah we're a big podcasting family all right uh folks before we get started let's learn how to play the game entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia here are the rules round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies, music, television, video games, sports, news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, so to figure out who's going to go first, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite nostalgic board game from when you were a kid? Oh, okay. Does it have to be mainstream? Uh, well, if I, I mean... Because if you haven't got it written down exactly, <laughs> it defeats the purpose. Do I stay true to my heart or do I be useful to you? <laughs> I don't, I've never known you to do anything except for be true to yourself, so... My answer's gonna have to be Harry Potter Cluedo. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I think I'm gonna go with Mousetrap. Nice. Ooh, I, mouse I also trap. love building that uh, Rube Goldberg machine and then just setting it off uh, <laughs> independently of actually playing the game. Yes. Well, uh, uh, a while back, my brother and I on our other podcast, the Blast from Our Past podcast, did our own top ten nostalgic board games. And if I remember correctly, I definitely put Clue, what we call Clue over here, higher than Mousetrap. So I'm going to let uh, Emily go first for round one. Thank God. All right, Emily, are you ready to pick your category? Yes. All right, go ahead. 
Um, I'm going to be really mean and go straight in with the movies. All right. She's going with movies, and your decade is the 80s. Oh, okay. Based on the 1971 novel by Robert C. O'Brien, what is the name of the lead character in the animated film The Secret of Nim? Mrs. Frisbee. Mrs. Brisby is correct. Yes. Good job. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so stressful. I was like, Emily, if you get this wrong, I'll never talk to you again. And I talk to myself a lot, so. Understandable. Also, not surprising. <laughs> All right. Uh, Saul, your turn to pick a category. Okay. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with video games. All right. Video games. And your decade is the 90s. I'm so glad you're not asking me a, a 1970s video game question. <laughs> yeah. I know a few exist, but I know nothing about them. What James Bond character was included in the multiplayer selection of the N64's GoldenEye, but wasn't in any of the missions? Um, it's Was he called Oddjob? It was the little guy with the hat. He was called Oddjob. Good job, sir. Nice. Nice pull. One of the greatest video games of all time was golden so it was great heard. like people bang on about it it was one of the first real sort of multiplayer first person shooters ah. and it was it was sort of it was the halo of its time before halo mm. and then first person shooters just took off <laughs> nice all right emily you get to pick i'm going to go with tv tv all right and your decade is the 80s what was the Saved by the Bell series with Haley Mills originally called? Oh my god. Um, I have no idea, so I'm going to guess. Was it called, like, uh, After School? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. <laughs> no. Saul, well, can know. you steal that one? Um, school Club. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, School Club is also incorrect. So a lot of people don't realize that Zach Morris was not actually the original main character before it became Saved by the Bell. It was originally based on Haley Mills's character, who was Miss Bliss, and it was called Good Morning's Good Morning Miss Bliss. Nice. I've never come across that. All I know is that Elizabeth Berkeley got very excited over caffeine. <laughs> That's all I know about Saved by the Bell. Yes, very famously. Uh, all right, it's all your turn to pick a category. Sorry, sorry. Just to be clear, am I right thinking we can't? Once a category is picked, it's gone. That is correct. Okay. In that case, I will take. Oh, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go for music. All right, music. And your decade is the '70s. Okay. It's the best category to get that decade in. To be fair. That 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 yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. What popular 70s pop band consists of members Agnetha, oh. Benny, Bjorn, and Annie Frid? Oh, God. Uh, is that ABBA? That is ABBA. Uh, and the only reason I threw that question in there is because my brother and I are fascinated with the UK and, I guess, Europe's fascination <laughs> with ABBA. Oh, my God. We're obsessed. Because we're we, so obsessed. We, attended, uh, we attended a, uh, a wedding in the south of England two years ago, and we're baffled that like a whole hour's worth of ABBA was played just yes! straight. Yeah, and done. Everyone, it was funny because everyone who was British ran to the dance floor. Everyone who was North American vacated the dance floor. <laughs> That's an 
insult where we're from. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things, isn't it? I I think I like them more ironically than I actually like them, to be honest. <laughs> but they're, they're like... everywhere here. Yeah. 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 That's all right. I honestly, if I had to choose a, a, a wedding song tradition between uh, ABBA and the chicken dance, which we have to do here at so many weddings, <laughs> I would rather have ABBA than have to do the stupid chicken dance. Yes. I tried very, very hard to not have to do the chicken dance at my own wedding. Unfortunately, my wife was having none of that. <laughs> I, I don't think I really understand wedding music. I, I went to a family wedding and they had a jukebox and I put Alabama song on by the doors because I thought, oh, mm-hmm. cool song. And a load of people unplugged the jukebox because they didn't like <laughs> this weird song that was playing. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, people just want to drink and dance at a wedding. Yeah. I guess that's it. All right. One, two, three, four. I believe, Emily, it is your turn. Mm-hmm. I will take news and politics. News and politics. Check me and out. your decade is the 80s. <laughs> Possibly. This, might, this one might be a difficult one. In 1983, U.S. President Ronald Reagan proposed a missile defense system intended to protect the United States from uh, ballistic strategic nuclear weapons attacks. This was called the Strategic Defense Initiative, otherwise known as what? Was it the Cuban Missile Crisis? That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Saul, can you steal this one? Uh, It was Star Wars, I believe. It was Star Wars. Very good, sir. Uh, All right, Saul, you get to pick. I'm going to go with food. Food, uh, quite possibly one of my favorite categories for anything. (laughs) All right, Saul, you get 70s. This Frankenstein of a dish was made with condensed tomato soup, unflavored gelatin, and a can of brand name pasta. It was often topped with Vienna sausages. Gross. Is that legal? I have no idea. This is a very hard one, and I I think most Americans probably couldn't answer this question. Yeah, I know, but I, I follow the seventies dinner party Twitter account. <laughs> I should I should know you this should sort know. of stuff. <laughs> All the vile, weird jelly based food they used to eat in the seventies. Uh, no, I have no idea. Sorry. All right, Emily, can you steal? Uh, I feel like I've seen a picture of it. It's probably called something like the dog's breakfast. That's what I would call it anyway. That's, that's my answer. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, it is uh, incorrect. Um, it was basically you took tomato soup, gelatin, and SpaghettiOs, and you created a dish called SpaghettiO Jello. Ew! Why? Why would you do that? Do you hate and you would you would mold it in a, like a bunt pan, and then you would put Vienna sausages in the little hole in the middle. Do you like? Is it like as a weapon? Do you like people you don't like? Food, food was something else in the 70s. Yeah. It was horrible. Oh my gosh, it, it was, was crazy. All these microwaves had just been dis- like released and <laughs> gelatin had like just been <laughs> discovered, it seemed like, and these everyone was days. just going mad with them. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. All right, Emily, give us another um, topic. Uh, I will go slang. Slang. And your decade is the 80s. The term, let's dip common in 80s hip-hop slang means to do what? To leave? That is correct. (laughs) 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 Like Martin McCutcheon and... All right. All right, Saul. What do you want? It's going to have to be technology. 
Technology. All right. And your decade, sir, is the 70s. The world's first general microprocessor came out in November of 1971 and was developed by what company? Wang Computers. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Emily, can you steal? Can I have the question again, please? Sure. The world's first general microprocessor came out in November of 1971 and was developed by what company? Was it Apple? It was not Apple. I don't, I'm not sure Apple was even uh, a company by then. They weren't, but like also they were for ages. So I'm always like, oh, it's Apple, even though you didn't, Apple weren't technically right. Apple for another 10 years. It was still like the people from Apple. Was it, I yeah. don't know. No, the correct answer is Intel. Uh, okay. Intel inside. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Terry Pratchett. All right. We've got two categories left. Do you want sports or fashion, Emily? Neither. I'll take fashion. <laughs> all right. She's going with fashion. Uh, and she's getting the 80s. Yeah. Right. We have spent a lot of time in the 80s in this yeah. one. Yeah. What footwear was an essential accessory for UK punks and skinheads in the 80s? Sometimes paired with mini skirts or four full Laura Ashley style dresses. For women or for. Okay. Can I have the question again, please? Sorry. Sure. What footwear was an essential accessory for UK punks and skinheads in the 80s? Sometimes paired with mini skirts or full Laura Ashley style dresses. My instinct is to go Doc Martin, so that's what I'm going to stick with. But I feel like that's wrong. Doc Martin's is correct. Oh, yes. I was I was itching to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Saul, unfortunately, you do not get a choice. You are going to get sports. Oh, dear. And your decade is the 70s. Oh, dear. <laughs> You're a 70s magnet, Saul. I know. The bonus is, is there's not going to be too many 70s questions, hopefully, in the second round. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, and <laughs> this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> if it's not John McEnroe, I don't know. <laughs> I think he was more the 80s, wasn't he? So I believe so. Well, he was a little both. Name this American athlete whose world record seven gold medals at the 72 Olympics went unsurpassed until 32 years later by Michael Phelps. Oh, I should actually know that. Because that, that's that weird Olympics where one of the cut was it russia sat it out or something um no i i, I have no idea all right Emily, if, if it's not john mcenroe i have no idea <laughs> I, I told you who's michael phelps uh is it muhammad ali uh unfortunately it is not muhammad <laughs> ali oh. michael phelps is a sw is a swimmer oh <laughs> and uh previously the title was held by a man named mark spitz that's not oh. a name it is unfortunately a name. I chose that question out of my list of questions because all the other 70 sports questions were about America specific team sports. And I was like, there's no way you would have a chance at probably any of those. So I went for the more global one, hoping maybe you guys could get that one. Nah. All right. So at the end, hold on, let me mark here. Okay. At the end of the first round, surprisingly, we have a tie 30 to 30. Oh. Oh, wow. All right. So. Let's go on to round two. Round two. And for, we're going to start, Emily's going to start by answering a question, but Saul, you get to pick her category. Sports. All right. She's, <laughs> he's giving you sports. 
All right. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. In 1997, what 16-year-old Swiss Miss became the youngest Wimbledon singles champ since Lottie Dodd in 1887? I'm going to know it when you tell me, but I, Greta Thunberg, I don't know. Greta uh, Thunberg, unfortunately, is incorrect. Saul, can you steal? Is it John McEnroe? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't believe John McEnroe has ever been the youngest um, uh, female uh, Swiss single. tennis player. V- yeah, <laughs> female Swiss t- tennis player. Uh, the correct answer is Martina Hingis. Oh, I do not know that. Oh, so, okay. Surprising. Fine. I don't even like tennis, and I know who that is. Nah, I don't <laughs> All right. Emily, choose a topic for Saul. Saul can have technology. Saul can have technology. All right. And his decade is going to be the 90s. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell famously said, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you, to his assistant on the first known telephone call. In 1992, engineer Neil Papworth sent the first SMS text message to Richard Jarvis. What two-word message did he send him? Was it you up, question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would be great. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Educated guess from the context given, was it come here? Unfortunately, that is also incorrect. And it's funny because it's actually a term you don't use in this particular way. He sent the words, Merry Christmas. Why? Maybe it was Christmas. Because it was around Christmas time. That was a very university challenge where it's like, here's some stuff that's going to be irrelevant later. <laughs> I was like, ooh, it's got to be like something to do with Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, see here, Saul, pick for Emily. Uh, fashion. Fashion. He does not think you are very fashionable, Emily. I would be insulted. Is that it's how more that... interpreting? <laughs> it's more that I I don't want to have to answer anything about fashion, so I'm getting rid of. That's that is that is legit strategy, sir. That is definitely legit strategy. All right, Emily, your decade is the '70s. Oh God. It's... All right. There was no such thing in the '70s as fashion. <laughs> Hot pants were a 60s fashion created by British designer Mary Quaint. In the 70s, the denim version became popular due to a TV show and were named after what character portrayed by actress Catherine Bach? Oh, um, Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes is correct. I know my TV. I may not know my fashion, but I know my TV <laughs> and film. <laughs> Very good. All right. Pick a category for song. Um, I'm going to give him... News and politics. News and politics. And your decade is the 70s. What supersonic jet introduced in 1976 made flights between Europe and North America in less than half the time of normal airliners? Assuming that was Concord? Concord is correct. It would make flights, uh, it could make a flight uh, from New York to London in two hours and 52 minutes. Nice which is pretty fast considering I think that's normally a six-hour flight. Yeah, something like that. All right, so I'll pick for Emily. Oh, yeah. Uh... Video games? All right, video games. And your decade is the 70s again. Oh, God. And okay. the 70s are playing playing big. Okay, come on. Be, right. about, be about Sonic the Hedgehog, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
he's going to purposely not pick the Sonic the Hedgehog question. <laughs> well, considering Sonic the Hedgehog did not come out in the 70s. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's not likely to be a, There's not likely to be a Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> question. The 70s video game questions are usually very tough. Yeah, cuz that's be like that's Atari just unfortunate. And Mega Drives, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you're talking arcade machines going back to the 70s. Oh my god, much. okay. Mega drives okay. didn't exist for another 20 years. That's that's what us British people call the Sega Genesis, in case you confused Oh, okay. That. Okay. In 1972, Magnavox developed the first home video game console. What was it called? Oh, uh, don't come for me. Was it like... <laughs> I know it's not. But I can't think of anything else that it could have been called. Was it the GameCube? Or was that like 2001? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it was not the Nintendo GameCube. Saul, <laughs> so, can you steal that one? Was it, was it just like Pong? And that was the only game on it, so it was just called Pong? And you plugged it in? <laughs> unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, this is a very, very hard question. I was, uh, it was actually Pong. <laughs> Uh, it was called the Odyssey. Oh, I would never have guessed what? that. What? Yeah, the seven those seventy sports uh, the seventies video game questions are always very very difficult. Um, okay, I believe Saul, you get to pick for. Oh no, Saul, just no. pick for Emily. So yeah. Emily, you get to pick for Saul. Uh, is f- food left? Food is left. He can have food. He can have food, and his decade is the nineties. What Nestle candy introduced in nineteen ninety two? were similar to Whoppers, or Maltesers in the UK, and were endorsed by Bart Simpson. Oh, it's Butterfinger. Get your fingers off my Butterfinger. I need you to be more specific. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so confident. Um, see, we, we don't have Butterfinger in the UK. That's one of the ones that hasn't come over here yet. Uh, Butterfinger droplets. That's a that is a noble attempt. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Emily, can you steal that one? How correct was he? Like, what do I need to take from that and expand on? <laughs> you asked him a Simpsons question, and I was like, it's gone. He's got it in the bag. But yet yeah, here we are. Um, oh god, I've never heard of this before in my life. Uh, like um, butter drops. That is also incorrect. <laughs> um, obviously, it did not make its way over there, so that must that was a very hard question. Um, they were little balls, like Maltesers are, except for in the middle, they were filled with the same stuff that a Butterfinger is filled with, and they were called Butterfinger BBs. What's a oh. Butterfinger filled with? You'll, you know what? When when you come over here, I'll take you to the store and we'll buy you a Butterfinger. <laughs> and then my first week is just going to be bowls of cereal and like candy and just like not leaving the house. <laughs> I think I, I just need to put together like a, a box to send you, and it's going to be nothing but candy, cereal, and I'll send you some toothpaste, and a toothbrush. Yay! All right, all right. Um, I believe Saul, you get to pick for. Oh no! Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I just picked food for him. Yeah. All right, you get to pick for that. Pick for Emily. Slang. Man, I cannot talk today. Slang. Is Emily up with her slang? Let's find no, out. No, never has been. Made my own. Uh, and your decade is the 90s. I was alive, so let's see how I do. And this might be an Americanism, so I apologize. <laughs> You're landing on all of the American questions I have. It's fine. We're, we're just getting all the 90s American slang over here now, so it'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
What unusual slang term can mean quite right or but certainly, but it has nothing to do with peanut butter? What? Um, quite right. Oh, I don't know. The first thing that came to my head was radical. I don't know. <laughs> oh, radical is incorrect. Saul, can you steal this one? This is also a fairly difficult one. Is it jelly? As in, like, hey, that's all jelly, baby. <laughs> that's a that's a very good guess. Unfortunately, it's incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go like Jello, but that I, I was because like, yeah, you you guys. That's just another British American thing. You guys call. Uh, jam. What we call jelly is jam. Jelly jam. I don't know how to yeah. work that. So right. I was thinking peanut butter jelly. Jelly. I did think that, but then I was like, Jello is not slang for anything. Or maybe it is. We'll find out. Uh, so it, the term is actually damn skippy. Whoa! Oh! I I have no idea what that has to do. Oh, sorry. Okay. So the <laughs> uh, this is this is where I wrote this question probably like months ago. Not knowing I was going to be asking it to a couple of, uh, uh, of UK Brits. Skippy is a brand of peanut butter here. Oh. Oh, God. That question had layers. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I've already lost track. Who gets to pick for who? I think I'm picking. Yeah, I believe you were picking for Emily. Yeah. No, I just had food, so... Because I just answered with radical first and then went over to Oh, it. you're right. Oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah. I just picked slang for you. Yeah, sorry. Yes. All right. So Emily, you get to pick for Saul. Oh, I lose no matter what. So um, <laughs> he can have um, TV. I'll let him have that. Right. He can have TV. that. TV. You're welcome. And your decade is the 70s. Oh, okay. The TV show MASH is iconic in the U.S. for its portrayal of war during what war? Uh, was MASH Vietnam? It was not Vietnam. It's not Vietnam. Seen the movie. Emily, I've never seen the show, but I should know that. Was it the Second World War? It is not the Second World War. Ah! No, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one of those little. It's one of those smaller ones in uh, between, yeah. um, and is unfortunately the reason why we have the country of North Korea. It's the Korean War. Oh. I didn't even know that was a Korean. I didn't know that, and I have that's, seen the movie. Match, before the Korean War, North Korea and South Korea were just Korea. Oh. And then during, after that war, uh, the line was divided, and it became North Korea and South Korea. Sucked. And oh, that, that's why that there's a big. That's why there's a lot of tension between America and North Korea. Korea right, yes. right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I was thinking of Dad's Army. When you said movie, Toby Jones and Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones were in my head. I, I say that like the rest of the world's getting along with North Korea just fine. Okay, we're down to our last two. Saul, do you want to give her movies or music? I'm going to give her music. Going to give her music. Fine. She's got a podcast about films, probably a smart idea. <laughs> All right, and your decade is the 90s. Okay, 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 okay. What am I right. saying? I'm not going to know anything. At 8 minutes and 58 seconds, what is the longest song to ever reach the top 10 on Billboard's Hot 100 chart? Oh, from the 90s. Oh, man, I can think of a lot of long songs, but I don't know that they came out in the 90s. Buddy Holly didn't die in the 90s, did he? Um, or did he? I don't know. Is it that one? What else could it be? Who was singing in the 90s? Was it the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No. 
No, that's not that long. The Poco Dojo? Oh, I don't know. Was it American Pie? Uh, American <laughs> Pie came out in the 70s, so no, yeah. unfortunately, that is incorrect. <laughs> All right, Sol, can you steal this one? Yes, you can. No, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this. I, I was thinking maybe Freebird, but that's 70s, isn't it? I was thinking maybe uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, because that had a renaissance in the 90s from Wayne's World, but I'm pretty sure it's not eight minutes, however long. But I can't think of anything better, so I'm going to say Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is the song November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. Oh. That's all right, I would never have guessed that. That's fine. <laughs> it's all right. I Feel thought I was going to really kick myself, but... No. All right. So, uh, Saul, you're going to get movies. Yay. And your decade will be the 90s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite decade for films. Yeah. <laughs> In 1999's Office Space, waitress Joanna, played by Jennifer Aniston, Where's the minimum 15 pieces of flair on her uniform? But how many pieces does her co-worker Brian wear? That's, that's incredibly hard. I'm, I'm familiar yes. with the film. <laughs> I could tell you all about Milton and his stapler. Um, 36. 36 is incorrect. Emily, can you steal? The only thing I know about Office Space is the poster, so I'm going to say... 12. 12 is incorrect. Saul, you were so incredibly close. I almost wanted to give it to you. It's 37. Oh. oh give him half a point for that. Go on. I'll <laughs> you. So that was the end of round two. Going into the final round. Final round! Uh, Emily and Saul are still tied up 40 to 40. What? Wow. <laughs> So, unfortunately, nobody gained much ground in the second round. A lot of 70s questions. A lot of the American ones that I kind of threw in there <laughs> came out all at once. All right, so what uh, what I'd like you to do is, and I should have asked you this beforehand, do you happen to have a, a paper and pencil or something similar close by or something you can use? I, yeah, uh, just yes. bear with me one. I all right. am back. All right, so you both have 40 points. What I'd like you to do is to write down how many points you would like to wager. Oof. And I will give you the topic before you decide. Okay. The topic is the Oscars. Ooh. Oh. Any particular part of the Oscars? I'm all, all I'm going to tell you is the Oscars. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm so tempted to just go all in. <laughs> go, go for broke. I'm not going to be that crazy. Well, uh, don't let see. her know because so, that could influence her decision. <laughs> Oh man, I am either gonna crush it or I'm gonna fall on my face. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm good with the Oscars, but yeah, I'm pretty good. The Oscars is one of those ones where there's a lot of very Vague. technical questions that could be asked, yeah. like how many times has so and so won a makeup yeah. award? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. For the last fifty years, I got you, but oh, okay. We we don't say yeah. Actually, no, yeah, just, don't yeah. say. Just tell me right. your lock if you've locked in your your wager. No, I wrote one. I wrote a number down, and I've I've changed it already. So <laughs> you're gonna see one scribbled out number, and then an actual number. 
Okay. Do you guys both have your wagers locked in? Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go. Here is your question in the Oscars. Jack Nicholson is one of the most iconic actors of a generation. Agreed. He has won an acting Oscar in each of our three decades, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. Name the movies for which he won the Oscars. And I'll give you a hint. In the 70s and the 90s, he won the Oscar for Best Actor. In the 80s, he won for Best Supporting Actor. Um, I think I know. Well, write down your answers. Don't um, let me, Don't say anything yet. Oh, God, what's... Oh. So, so sorry, that, that was lead in the 70s and the 90s, supporting in the 80s, is that right? That is, that is correct. I feel like I should have wagered more. Cool. Oh, dear. Yeah, I don't think I know it. I have a false confidence. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I had a Jack Nicholson phase where I was, like, obsessed <laughs> with him for, like, two months. And I wrote every book about him I could find because he never wrote a book about himself. Um, you know, he's, like, he was brought up thinking that his mom was his sister. He was brought up uh, mainly by women. And his I mom had, her, had him at a really, really young age. So she, um, she let her parents raise him. It's, it's, the, it's the 80s one I can't for the life of me. Oh, shit, I've just realised that that movie isn't the 80s. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Um, I've, I've made a guess. I, I don't think it's right. Okay. Sorry, uh, Sal, are you locked in with your answers? I, I, I am if Emily is, but I'm going to take the time to think while she's still... Yeah, hang on, stuff. sorry. <laughs> in the off chance it comes to me. Okay, okay, okay. Are you both locked in? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, We are tied. So, Emily, why don't you go ahead and tell us what your three answers were? Okay. I've got, and I'm sorry, Jack Nicholson, I got One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I've got The Witches of Eastwick. And I've got As Good As It Gets. All right. And Saul? Um, I also have One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and I also have As Good As It Gets for the 90s. Uh, The one I'm not sure about is the 80s. I haven't seen this film. I'm not even sure that he's in it. (laughs) But I've gone with A Few Good Men. All right. Uh, So in the 70s, Jack Nicholson won Best Actor for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, In the 90s, he won Best Actor for As Good As It Gets. So you guys were right on both those counts. In the 80s, he won Best Supporting Actor for Terms of Endearment. Oh, I have seen that. He plays an astronaut. (laughs) So, unfortunately, neither of you got the (laughs) last question correct. All right, Emily, why don't you show us what you wagered? Does that say five? Yes, it does. All right, Emily, wagered five points. All right, Saul, how much did you wager? Oh no, I wagered fifteen. So fifteen. <laughs> I've just tanked my score, dear me. Alright. Well, at the end, with a score of thirty-five to twenty-five, Emily is the winner. Yay! Pure like we were literally neck and neck purely because my lack of self-confidence won me that <laughs> round. Hooray! Alright. <laughs> Um, before we go, do you guys have anything you want to plug or anything you want to say or shout out to anyone? I'll go first. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Widest Film Podcast can be found across all podcasting platforms. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can email in at widestfilmpodcast at gmail.com. We look back at the movies of your childhood, and I'm always looking for guests. All right, and Zol? Uh, yeah, Diminishing Returns uh, is, is also a podcast. Uh, you can find that at dimreturns.com. It's the official site, and it's also on all the the usual podcast outlets so yeah check it out all right well thank you for listening to another episode of throwback trivia takedown thank you for listening to throwback trivia takedown if you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you if you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.